Hello and welcome back to The Duchess and the Baron. I'm the Baron. And I'm the Duchess. My voice is a little bit better. <laughs> it is. I, you I feeling just, better? Yeah, I, I didn't ever feel terrible. It just sounded uh, awful. We won't have uh, any coughing this episode. Hopefully not. Hopefully <laughs> not. Um, all right, this is episode seven. Wow. Episode already. seven, so we're nearly on two months of, of doing our little podcast. So if this is the first time listening, which it, it well could be, um, we are a married couple, uh, the Duchess and the Baron. Um, we do this for fun. Uh, the, the Duchess is a very big fan of the, the royal uh, soap opera sitcom. And because I'm British, I, I come along from the journey. And it's uh, it's been a lot of fun just doing this and learning a lot. And I think just from last week's episode talking about uh, the Duke of Edinburgh Award. Things like that do give me a little bit of an insight to how much they impacted uh, my life with, without really being conscious of it. So um, well, you can follow us on Instagram at uh, Dutch and Baron, um, and the Dutch is D-U-C-H and Baron. And we are also on Substack, uh, where we have our blogs and also... Um, all of our episodes can be found on there as well. Uh, additionally, just to give you some context on the blogs, um, we do things like the Royal Line of Succession and then um, really in-depth uh, articles. What do you call it? Articles? Posts? Yeah, incoming. Incoming. We've only really done the Royal Line of Succession, but we'll be focusing on something Are you, new have you got anything... Uh, in mind that you'd like to explore not not just putting you on the spot but is there anything that you've you've thought about that you'd like to look into yeah i think i think one interesting topic which i'm a bit fuzzy on we kind of touched on it in last week's episode is maybe queen victoria her and prince albert had nine children and i know they married other royal families and 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 their lineage is still still around with you know just royal families of europe so i think that'd be interesting to kind of dive into a bit more um and maybe do a couple posts on so yeah, that might be, that might be the next one. Yeah, um, brilliant. All right, what's uh, what we've got planned for this week? Yeah, so we are going to have our royal cocktail and trivia, like we do every week. Um, royal events, and then the royal event of the day. Today we are recording this one day later, so it's Saturday, February eighteenth, and then the Baron is going to go over our topic of the week. Yeah. Might be a, a little bit of a lighter one, but probably one that um, I'd ask for the audience to, to get involved a little bit more, just because I I don't feel I have enough knowledge on it to to be uh, dangerous um, with it. So we'll, we'll see how this this one plays out. But it's a very big topic, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. so maybe it's just going to be more of a discussion than a fact finding. Yeah, you might have to have your be a keyboard warrior and have a look and uh, find out <laughs> we'll some get stuff. Our intern. Yeah, I forgot about the intern. Autumn. Autumn's the intern. Autumn's the intern. Autumn the dog. Um, <laughs> okay, well, should we get should we get into the royal cocktail? Let's do it. Yeah, so this week we are going to do Princess, Princessa, Princess Margaret, also known as Countess of Snowden. So if you're not as familiar or haven't watched The Crown, um, she is the sister of the late Queen Elizabeth II, the only sibling that she had, um, and she played a very big part in her life. Strange, I never really thought about that. She was our only sibling, wasn't she? Mm-hmm. Younger sibling, of course. That's weird. For some reason, I always felt 
like that she had well, of course she didn't but like like more but I think it was just I always merge Princess Margaret with Princess Anne because I think that they, they used mm-hmm. to, they have a similarish appearance mm-hmm. or style yeah. um cool so so what's a what's your cocktail yeah so as we know um I think she was a bit more outgoing than the queen I think even from a young age um you know people described her as fun outgoing kind of the life of the party and I think they emulated some of that in the crown, maybe a bit too much. Um, I, th- I think I think some of it was a bit for cinem- cinematic drama. I don't know if that's what but, you'd call it. Yeah, they'd ho- Hollywoodized it. Yeah, but I also think, you know, she was very loyal, as we know. She kind of gave up her first love for the crown. Well, she uh, was a spare, right? Yeah, yes, she was the spare. Um, but, you know, I mean, maybe... You know, I think she gave up her love for the crown, and then also she probably knew that she couldn't live without kind of the perks and everything of being a princess. Um, so that's kind of what I'm going off of, um, but more for for her fun, outgoing personality. So I was going to give her the Cosmo. Um, it's also kind of very like Sex and the City esque, which I think she she kind of portrayed that vibe. Uh, yeah, that vibe. Um, so yeah, so I'm gonna go with the Cosmo. You know, you Cosmos are just Nice and fun, and you have them at parties or in New York City. Yeah, um, I actually actually prepared this one. Okay, what do you have? Um, so it's a whiskey spritz. Oh, and why did you choose that? So I was thinking um, with with Margaret. It's and I know a lot of this. I'm basing it off the Crown, um, but because it's fact, all of it. Um, it, she had a sad story. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I think there's a lot of like passion, and she'd fit quite well into a Game of Thrones character. Yeah. Do you know what, do you know yeah. what I mean? Like, you, you yeah. Not not her. Which acting. one? No, I'm not, I'm not saying that a particular one in general, but just that that type of the relationships that she had, the uh, the mm-hmm. the fire and, and peace like that. So um, I, I was thinking, I was like, well, what what could it be? And I, I think this for me is. Um, the, the light and the dark, uh, mm-hmm. basically mixed in together. So, yeah, the spritz takes on some heady flavors, stone fruit, Japanese whiskey, sparkling wine, uh, or champagne, uh, and combines them into a whiskey cocktail that feels ever light. Mm-hmm. And I feel that because she, she was petite, like you said, she was uh, glamorous, glamorous, a gal about town, and <laughs> that this is, and I know that audience went to see it, but that's the, how it looks. That does look good. So, if you put like a nice, nice garnish on it. Well, no, that's what I don't think it needs a garnish. That that's why I think it's it's her because it is just like I don't think she'd be bothered with that crap. Yeah, she'd like get the garnish off. So, um, but it, it kind of has a a golden color, almost like a cider. Mm-hmm. Um, but so um, you, you ask what what's in it? Um, a, a Suntory whiskey tokai, which is your, your um, Japanese whiskey. Japanese whiskey. Uh, I don't know what the hell this is. Tempus Fujit Kina Lero Door. What is that? I have is no that idea. liqueur? I don't know. So, no, no, huh. no idea. Um, and then uh, some apricot brandy, sparkling wine or champagne and some club soda. I might make this one. Yeah. Well, you do have some whiskey over there. It's not, it's not Japanese whiskey, though. Um, 
but yeah, so I, I was it was between that and French seventy five, but we'd already used okay. French seventy five, so yeah. uh, I went with the the whiskey spritz. But um, I like it. Yeah, and that's from Esquire magazine. <laughs> Is that our sponsor of the week? It could be. I used to I used to like Esquire um, a lot. Region I used to feel like it was. What happened? You don't like it anymore. I don't know. I'm pretty sure you can get it in the. The US. I mean, I still get that GQ one that comes. If mm-hmm. I need to find out how I can cancel that, because <laughs> I'll never read it anymore. No, you don't. And it's there's not much content in there. They used to be thick. Yeah. They used to be pretty thick, and they used to have like some really interesting um, stories. Now it's just more gender driven and political than anything. That's kind of like independent journalism. So, but anyway, that that sounded really good. Yeah. No, that's a good one. Okay. You ready for the trivia, Baron? Oh, gosh, yes. Yes. So, uh, I, I mean, I didn't know it was doing Margaret until, well, I only today. Started, started thinking about when you said, oh, have you got a cocktail earlier? I was like, I, I thought it's only just triggered that. I yeah, mean, I think some of these you can get. Okay. So, uh, for people, for the first time listening, um, we usually do a three-question trivia that the Duchess asks the Baron. Um, so, of course, it's on Princess Margaret this week. Um, so, the first question is how did Princess Margaret make Scottish history? I mean, with any of these, they're so broad. You know you're going to have to give me a little bit of a... It has to do with Scotland. Yeah, I got that from the Scottish history. How did she make Scottish history? Like It has to do with Scotland. She did something in Scotland. Right, yeah. These aren't clues. These are just semantics of the question um okay let me have a think back to the crown um they don't talk about this is it, is it something to do with the, the the church in balmoral no is it something to do with balmoral no no is it something to do with the the highland games no um is it something to do with the place? Also, didn't mention. All right, well, give me, give me. You're gonna have to give me something. It, of a clue. it was like when she was small, and she broke history, or she yes, she made Scottish history. She was born in Bal- She was born in Scotland. The first um, British monarch to be born in Scotland, or something like that. Okay, close, close. So she was born. At Glamis Castle in Scotland, making her the first senior member of the royal family to be born north of the border since King Charles the First in 1600. Wow! Yeah, uh, that's a point. You got to give me that one. Yeah, no, I. Well, I was trying. That's what I was saying. I think you can guess some of these. Okay. Do you know what day she was born? It's in August. Tuesday. I don't know. I don't know if it's Tuesday. You asked me what day was she born. <laughs> um. Uh, 23rd. Close. August 21st, 1930. Wow. Yeah. And when did she die? How old was she? Mm, I can find out. Let me look. Let me look. She died on February 9th, 2002. So she was 71 years old. Seems about right. Yeah. Yep. Okay. Next question. Okay. What was she a first for the royals since Henry VIII? So she did something, and it was the first time a royal family member did it since Henry VIII. 
beheaded six individuals. I don't think she has beheading powers. <laughs> I, mean, I mean, that's what you know about Henry VIII, right? Um, what did she do? Okay, uh, did is it something to do with religion? I mean, it kind of can. I mean, just think like what would Henry VIII and her have okay, in common? Okay, so it went against uh, the uh, the religion on got married or uh, divorced and got married again. She didn't get married again, but she did get divorced. Okay. And that's what it was. So I think get half a point. She only got married once. Okay. And she didn't marry her original love. Townsend. So, so I guess, but she was the first since Henry VIII, you're saying? Since Henry VIII. Okay, she was the first royal member since Henry VIII to get divorced. Ah. And as you know, like Henry VIII, like, to... I don't know if you can say like legalized getting divorced or I don't yeah. know how you want to phrase that. Yeah. Yeah, because I mean, I guess afterwards there was. <coughs> and then there was Andrew a bunch after yeah. her. She set yeah. the precedent. Yeah. Craziness. Okay, the last one. Um, what were her children's names? She had two. And they're very like, I don't know, they're, they're not unique names. And one's a girl and one's a boy, if that helps. Ah. <laughs> uh. Can you give me the, the, the first letters and I think I might get them? The first letter D and the first letter S. Is uh, D's for the, the male? Yes. And S is in uh, for the female. <laughs> yes. David? Yes. And um, Saquon? No. Um, oh, so close. Um, wait, I'm going to go for. Uh, Sarah. Yeah, good job. Thank you. After all those clues, you got there. Yeah, what, two and a half. That's a that's a record. Yeah, yeah. Well, you know best, your best princess yet. Margaret knowledge. Yeah. Okay. Well, good job. That was a good one. Yeah, that that's good. Any anything more on Princess Margaret? No. Do you have any more questions? Um, I think it, with, with everything that you know, kind of Harry and um. Megan, Megan, uh, are kind of going through. I think she she probably bore a lot of. Mm-hmm. I mean, if if you know, like you said, didn't marry her. Her her uh, love her, her love yeah. Um, that's pretty. There seems to be a lot yeah. of sadness in her life, and. Yep. And uh, uh, she wouldn't have even been brought into the spotlight if it wasn't for the king that abdicated. Oh, do you mean becoming like... Mm. Yeah, yeah, she just wouldn't have been nowhere near in the spotlight. So from that, it didn't just impact Elizabeth. It really yeah. impacted her as well. Yeah, definitely. So, yeah, I think it's I think it's a sad story. Yeah, it is. It is. And, um, yeah, I know a lot of people said it, but maybe Harry could learn a few things from her. I mean, I think, I think she, uh, what's it called? She processed her feelings and in different ways than Harry. Obviously, maybe not the healthiest or the most, you know, healthy for her. But, 
But yeah, I mean, yeah. it must be tough. All right, what we've got next? Okay, so it's the Baron's not favorite part, but we're going to go through royal events or highlights of the week. So we don't have that many because it was a little bit more low-key. The Prince and Princess of Wales, their kids were on half term, so they did not have any events. I think their first event back will be tomorrow night, BAFTA, which I know nothing about. Baron, what are the BAFTAs for us Americans? I hear about it every year. I know people get dressed up. That's all I know. So I think I know what it stands for, but do you want to take a guess? Or do you know what it means? British Academy. Someone, I think someone said it's like the Oscars of England. Mm -hmm. So, or British arts. I don't know. uh, I'm not sure what the A is. Okay, what's the rest of it? Let me look this up. I think it is maybe Academy. Association. Something. They're all like that, right? It's like film. um, That would make sense. Television awards. The British Academy of Film and Television Arts. Uh. We are close. So, as I know, the Prince and Princess, they are um, somehow affiliated with BAFTAs. Let's see. Um, so, all of this is going to be about the crown, but they are, they have something more to do with the BAFTAs than just are they like the, getting uh, there. Executive sponsors. Yeah, yeah, I don't know what you would call them, but I think there's something like that, right? The BAFTAs is pretty good. I, I remember, you know, before streaming uh, came really popular, things like the BAFTAs. They're so sorry. Prince William um, is the BAFTA president. Oh. So, yeah. Okay. Sorry. But continue. yeah, so so that that like you know, growing up as a kid. Excuse me, you'd always watch the BAFTAs, you'd always watch the Brit Awards, and the Brit Awards is, the or the, the Brits, is, is the music. Um, but they, they were relatively prestigious, like kind of our version of the Grammys is, is, is the Brits. Um, obviously, I think Americans don't really care as much if they get... Uh, well, so, you know, like the Oscars and Grammys and stuff have kind of been going like way downhill. Like people, I don't think, watch it as much. It's just become way too political, and I mean, it's just not fun to watch either. No, Is that no, the same no. with the Baftas, or do they are they still pretty? I don't know. I haven't watched popular. it in years and years. It's a good question. Is Sam Smith going to show up in a balloon? I think maybe one of those Chinese ones that got shut down. <laughs> it's actually Sam Smith. <laughs> he was over South Carolina. Oh, oh, yeah. I mean, he's been wearing some interesting outfits, and I know I think Harry Styles. Not as extreme, but he's been wearing some, uh, some, some interesting. Well, I think but but I th- I feel like actors and singers they always kind of dress a bit out there. I mean, if you if you're stylistic or if you're a creative, then it's it's kind of part to be expected. And if there are going to be anywhere to do it, it would be at these events. It's not like you're just going to go to the shops and get. It. Bottle of milk. I, I, I bet Sam Smith I, I'd would. love to see Sam Smith going to Tesco <laughs> in that outfit. Which aisles your milk on? <laughs> Probably couldn't fit through with that balloon thing. Excuse oh, me, excuse me. Is that what he sounds like? Um, yes. <laughs> yeah, 
Well, I don't know if it's the same in the UK, but I feel like in the US, people are kind of a uh, not laughing at him, but um, think he's a bit silly now. I think like when when you're um, going through. So I, I'm actually uh, we, we have a, a new <laughs> um, a, a song. It's not Kate Bush that's going to play us out, um, but it, it just reminded me. Um, when you said that kind of thing is a bit silly, the big artists, they kind of get away with it a little bit more than others. Now, um, I, I was thinking, so so do you know who this person is? This particular artist. Cause this Am is, I supposed to know? It sounds familiar, but... So it's Top Gun 2. Oh. Is it a popular artist? Yeah, I actually I actually like her. You don't know... You can't hear the voice. I don't know. Who is it? It is... Wait, you Miley Cyrus. I, I kind of hear that a little bit, but it's, it's, it's not. Who is it? Lady Gaga. Oh, yeah, I can see that. I mean, no one get mad at me, but I'm not the biggest Lady Gaga fan. So, I, I, But I think she has a beautiful voice. I, I, like, I, like, I think she's, she's talented. So talented. I'm just, she's just not my but, favorite. But that's, that's kind of the same thing with Sam Smith and, and, and Lady Gaga. And, you know, and, I mean, Sam Smith's an like, incredible vocalist. Mm-hmm. Um, but Lady Gaga, I feel like, you know, when she first came on scene, I remember seeing her in Gossip Girl, like, she was out there. That's what I mean. Yeah. That's what I mean. So I think there's a, the, the, you have a little bit more wiggle room. Yeah. Um, they need to express themselves. But, so your question, I don't know what the BAFTAs... Um, we'll just say it's the Oscars. I mean, that's what it seems like. But No, no, I don't know if it's, it's gone that way. Oh, okay. Because we, we watched the Oscars last time around Yeah. with um, Will Smith, uh, Smack, Chris Rock. Was that the Oscars? That was one of the events. Yeah, that was at the Oscars, oh, yeah. right? Because oh, then, yeah. then he won an Oscar. Oh, oh yeah. But all of all it. All that drama. Get my wife's name out your beep mouth. Yeah. That was crazy because I thought, this, this can't be real. But um, I don't know. Like I think obviously the speeches that they do. And that's why I think Ricky Gervais was very divisive. Love him, I hate him. He s- Some of the, the stuff that he did at the... Uh, uh, Golden Globes, right? Oh yeah, yeah. He, um, I think sometimes he pushed it a little bit too far. He was just looking for a reaction, but yeah. some stuff he said was was pretty on point. And he's like, "Don't be ridiculous! Like you don't live in the real world." Yeah. Um, all right. Sorry. Yeah. So the yeah. Baftas. So he's at the Baftas tomorrow. Tomorrow night, him and Catherine. Everyone's talking about what are they going to wear? What do you think they're going to wear? Is it going to be a well, he, he'll repeat? Wear a suit. Well, more more for Catherine, oh. not 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 William. I mean, I'm sure he'll look very nice as well. I mean, he is the president, so which I which I didn't I I didn't know, like the royal family could be presidents and stuff of things like this. But yeah, no, I didn't know that. I learned something new every day. Okay, so yeah, so that'll be tomorrow night. Um, so we'll probably talk about it in next week's episode. Um, over a week from, or I guess less than a week from now, because we film on or record on Fridays. Um, 
Yeah, so the next is the Princess Royal. Um, she has been very busy, Princess Anne. Um, so why, why, why do they call her Princess Royal? I'm not sure. It's her title. That's pretty, it's a cool title. I'm pretty sure it's her title. I can, I can see why they call her Princess Royal. But she's been a busy gal. She has been a busy gal. I mean, she's always a brizzy, brizzy, brizzy gal. She's a brizzy gal. Princess Royal is a style customarily, but not automatically awarded by a British monarch to their eldest daughter. So when William becomes king, Charlotte will probably be the Princess Royal. Did you say style? Is a style customarily, yes. What the hell is a style? A title. It's a title. Oh. That's just what we Wikipedia is calling it. Strange. But it's title. But yeah. So Princess Charlotte will one day become Princess Royal. Nice. And then if George... I mean, so I don't think there will be one till Charlotte because Harry and William are both not girls. Unless maybe Harry will ch- change over. I don't know. You never know. <laughs> you never know with him. <laughs> Anyways, so back to, um, so yeah, so she presented the match ball at Scotland versus Wales Six Nation match. So as you remember, um, they, like, the rugby players rode their bikes. I know. So they did what? Remember they rode their bikes to oh, the game yeah, 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 yeah. for Dodie Aid. Yeah. Um, so yeah, so pre- she presents, so they brought the ball. And she presented the ball, <laughs> the match ball. Oh, yeah. That's what they said. Um, and then her and Sir Timothy Lawrence, her husband, have been in New Zealand all week. So they've been visiting some of her patronages, um, doing lots there. We have more information on our Instagram if you want to learn more. I won't get too much into it because she's been doing a lot. Yeah. But do, do you remember uh, who won the game between Scotland and Wales? Scotland? Yes. Yeah. Because yeah. I'm, I'm rooting for Scotland. Scotland, you Yeah. Because no one else in... The Barons family, family um, is rooting for Scotland. We, they have Wales, Ireland. We have a Welsh family member, and, or soon to and be. And you have Ireland and England. Yeah. So I am going to represent Scotland. Yeah. Especially when it comes to the British Isles. We don't have any French or Italian that make up the rest of the Six Nations, but we do have. Well, I'm rooting for Scotland. Hope they've done well. Yeah, they're doing really well. They beat England. Oh, good. And then, good. Look at that. Good. Go team. So, yeah, they're unbeaten at the moment. Okay, nice. Uh, yeah, so next is Camilla. So, unfortunately, the Queen Consort, she got COVID this week, so she had to cancel. Again? Yeah, it's her second time getting COVID. Oh, I mean, what? I thought she had it last week. No, th- this last, like, this last week. Oh. She just got it. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, she's had it previously, but... Not, not, not in 2023. Um, so yeah, so she unfortunately had to cancel some of her, or all her engagements this week. Uh, she was supposed to attend one with the king, but he did say that she was, be, she was feeling a bit better to the Keeping Up with the Windsor podcast ladies. So that was cool. Um, a bit better. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. Bloody COVID. <laughs> Doing this shitting thing on my own. But it was announced that she will be wearing Queen Mary's coronation crown at, at the coronation, or Queen Mary's crown at the coronation. Um, so I know there's some controversial jewels in that crown. So that one will not be in it. Um, and they're changing a couple things in honor of Queen Elizabeth. Um, so it'll look a little bit different, but it's Queen Mary's crown. 
So that's is that, is that what uh, Queen Elizabeth had? Can you show me this? Yes. Let me get it. And when you say controversial jewels, like blood diamonds? So I read about it, and I think the um, it's from whoever the leader was of India. What did, did India have? Sorry, this is my lack of knowledge. Did India used to have a king or what? Or an, an emperor? Um, like a sultan. Was it sultan? Um, but they well, technically gave it to uh, the. Here, l- let me look this up and, so, and you so talk about it. <coughs> so India was many many countries within India, right? So that they. Um, Basically, the, the, the British army colon, uh, colonies conquered India and then brought them into one state. Um, but you have so many languages from like uh, Gujarati to Hindi um, that that they're kind of two with the biggest ones. So they, they would have had lots of them. Now, Mahatma Gandhi was the individual that kind of brought independence to. India through um, pacifism. Mm-hmm. That's that's I, again. I don't know enough, but India was known as the jewel in the crown of the British Empire. Mm-hmm. Yes, excuse me. Um, so yeah, so I have it here. So um, this is another. Um, so it's another first. Usually they make a new crown for a coronation, um, but this is the first time in recent history that a queen consort will use an existing crown instead of having a new one made. But they make a new one? Is it for a coronation, you said? For a coronation. Right, okay. But um, basically, who was it? Queen Mary, I think, specifically got this crown made for future queen consorts to wear. Uh. But before that... Um, they typically always made a new one. I guess it's because if, if we're going into a recession, then probably not best to make a crown. It's not yes. really cheap. Yep. That's, yeah, that's probably not good. And then the changes that are made um, for Queen Elizabeth, uh, or in honor of Queen Elizabeth, the crown will be reset with the Cullinan third, fourth, and fifth diamonds, each of which were also worn by the late Queen Elizabeth II. The, that's not the controversial Crown, though, um, those diamonds were part of Queen Elizabeth II's personal jewelry collection and often wore by Her Late Majesty as brooches. Um, so the 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 diamond and and this is what the it looks like. Um, so what? So just for listeners, um, it's can you just tilt the screen a little bit to me? Um, sorry, being a bit a bit forward, just so. Oh, okay, that didn't do too much. So it looks like it's a, a purply velvet um, fabric with, excuse me, um, this Pinot's quite gassy. So I found it. Um, we have a store called Trader Joe's in the US, if, if you're listening from the UK. It's a really good store, cause, and the, the wine, which my dad bloody loves. Um, they have this Pinot Grigio that went off the the um, the shells for a while. I think that's the one that we've been looking for. Yeah, it's, it's a good nice, one. nice. It little, has some bubbles. Little bubbles, which you don't usually get in a Pinot. Mm-hmm. It's not. It's not particularly expensive as well. I can't remember. Mm-hmm. It's not expensive. Like it. 
probably shouldn't have the bubbles. That's why it's not expensive. Um, but yeah, just looking at this crown, um, it's like kind of a, a purple velvet, and then it looks like a kind of a sapphire in the middle of of that. It's like another purple. So just purple and is it like white gold? Yeah, I mean, yeah, how, would you, how would you describe like silver. it? Silver, silver, yeah. But I mean, but. and then the the white um, reef around there. Do you know how much this one weighs? No, I don't. But we can get into the controversial crown, okay, or the controversial diamond. Um, so it features a hundred five carat Kohinoor diamond, a disputed gem that is seen by many as a symbol of the British royal family's imperialist history. So it was originally made in India. Um, it was seized by the East India Company in 1849 and presented to Queen Victoria. Uh, so it was like stolen. Yeah. So I've read a couple. So I don't know. So the other one that I read was that um, at the time the leader of India was like young, like eight years old or something. And he presented this to Queen Victoria but obviously he was a child. Right. So, um, so yes, but that's why um, this other article says that it was mined in India thousands of years ago, ago and um, India, Pakistan, Iran, and Afghanistan have all claimed ownership and called for British to surrender it, but the British government has rejected pleas to return it. Um, it has a turbulent history and is a symbol of conquest. So... 105 carat. Yes. It's huge. So, I mean, it says it was later purchased by the government in the former province of Transvaal, South Africa, which was dissolved in 1994 after the fall, where it was found and presented to raiding British monarch King Edward VII, according to the encyclopedia. Does it have uh, anything about the value of it? Um, I'm sure somewhere... You could find the value. It does not say it in these articles, though. That's crazy. So, yeah. So, it's a very controversial one, but they're taking it out um, out of respect and obviously just to avoid another controversy that they don't need right now. Yeah, I mean, look, I get, you know, when the U.S. starts taking uh, statues down of, like, slave owners and that commit genocide and so I get that is this a similar thing do you think or is it just is it more symbolic to because it's not an actual yeah I mean because you could you could tie anything to that the whole crown could be tied to yeah I mean the, I mean the monarchy British imperialism everything like a blood diamond is that kind of what it I know but you know what you know, all I'm saying is that British imperialism if it's just it kind of goes back to British imperialism that's what the monarchy is. Yeah. They're a living memory of, of what it was. So, I don't know. That'll be interesting to do to learn a little bit more about. Maybe we do a, a blog on that. Yeah, yeah. And, and figure out what... Yeah, I mean, I definitely know there's been articles, especially since it was revealed that this crown would be used um, about more of, more of the history of, of this diamond and jewel. So, but yeah, it's definitely, I don't know, controversial. Mm. Yeah. Cool. Okay, yeah. Right, so, so this other article said 
1849, after imprisoning Jin Don, the British force do leap to sign a legal document amending the Treaty of Lahore. I'm sorry if I'm betraying you. Right. That required Duleep to give away the Koei Noor and all claim and all claim to sovereignty. The boy was only ten years old, um, and that was what I read before. Um, it's like taking candy from a baby, literally. Yeah, right. And I mean, they kind of forced him. <laughs> so. Um, but yeah, we could always like look more into that and uh, do a blog post or talk about it. And, but I, I, I know a lot of people have covered this since mm. this is going to be in the coordination. Um, so yes. Uh, what else? Oh, also going along with the coordination, 12 newly commissioned pieces of music will be performed at the coordination the at Buckingham Palace. They just announced that today. Um, so I can give kind of more details on that. Um, His Majesty has personally commissioned the new music and shaped and selected the musical program for the service, which will feature, I won't go through all of these, but some of them, a new coronation anthem by Andrew Lloyd Webber, coronation march by Patrick Doyle, and then there's a few more um, other musical pieces, I guess you would call them. Do you know who Andrew Lloyd Webber is? A composer. So you, you will know of his works. Um, he sounds very... No, I mean, I've definitely heard... So Caps? Yep. Musical. Um, I think he did Jesus Christ Superstar, um, Joseph, and the Technical Dreamcast. Did that stuff come over here, or was that just... Not, jo- no, not Joseph. Mm. We used to sing that at school. Yeah. I, I don't know what you're talking about. Eyes. Maybe in New York. Maybe like on Broadway. What I thought was new. And in the... Okay. Yeah. But yeah, he's, he's, he's a big deal. He's yeah. a big deal. So they have... So 12 newly commissioned pieces of music will be performed. So we'll have to see what that is. Um, so that's everything about the coronation. Um, another thing that happened. So the king went to Milton Keynes to mark city status. Um, for, but for what status? Status. City status. He he made it a city. He marked it as a city. No, he visited to mark the city status. What so does that mean? He visited, so it got city status from I believe the Platinum Jubilee. That's where, and then so he visited to mark them getting city status. So I always used to remember that you you had to have a cathedral. And um, a university to be a city. I don't know if that's changed. I don't know. And a certain size. So M- Milton Keynes is a, um, was a post-war town. Yeah. It became a city as part of Queen Elizabeth's Platinum Jubilee celebrations in 2022. That's interesting. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It was a post-war. They, they built it to basically, it's north of London. So it's for evacuees and, um, yeah, so it's a, it's a relatively new town. Yeah. Yeah. Well. Well, that happened. Um, but there were also protesters there that had signs that said, not my king. And I heard there was one sign about Prince Andrew that was, a. Uh, not very nice. I don't know what it said. But oh, you don't? What, okay. But that's what um, I heard. So anyway, so that will kind of come 
I believe, into our topic of the week this week, kind of the protesting of the monarchy and things like that. Didn't get violent or anything like that. And I think the king even did a pretty big walkabout and even went on that side of the protesters. Um, and I don't, as as I know, he didn't get like anything thrown at him or anything like that. So it didn't get like, any breakfast items thrown at the sun. No, so it seemed like a peaceful protest. If you protest, I mean, you're going to feel pretty strongly about against it, right? And yeah. We'll talk a little bit more about this. Yeah. In my section. Yeah. And then um, the last event. Uh, <laughs> so South Park did an episode of Megan and Harry. I'm surprised you put this as last event. I was going to surprise you and say, actually, I have an event for you, but oh, you're actually talking no, about it. Okay. No, I mean, I think it was, uh, so it is I, an event. the Duchess is not me. I, I'm not talking about myself in third person, but I do not watch South Park at all. But I saw that when this came out, I was like, okay, we, we actually need to watch South Park. Um, so we watched it last night. I think we've actually watched it twice. Well, we watched it. Three times, because the first time you weren't really paying attention to it. And I said, you're going to find this funny. And then you're like, oh, yeah, that's better. And then we've watched it twice since, and you've enjoyed it. Yeah. Do you want to so more this, about um, the episode? I'm going to play a snippet, which I think is probably the best. So with, with South Park, you know, I, I've been a big fan since it came out. And at first, when it came out, it was all just uh, reactive comedy. It was just like kind of curse words and poop and all kind of a bit more slapstick but as they've kind of come on through the years they've made it more like political satire and they usually get stuff nailed down and this one they've done really well and this well i'll, I'll show you this this excerpt um which i think is, is probably the, the best one or one of the best ones that they have we thanks for having us on the show it's so awesome to be here, it's great. So let me start with you, sir. You've lived a life with the royal family, you've had everything handed to you, but you say your life has been hard, and now you've written all about it in your new book, Where? <laughs> yes, that's right, friend. You see, my wife and I... I'm totally like, you should write a book, because your family's like stupid, and then so are like journalists. So you hate journalists. That's right. And now you wrote a book that reports on the lives of the royal family. Right. So you're a journalist. We just want to be normal people. All this attention is so hard. Um, so <laughs> I, I, that that was really it's like, yeah, you, you basically it, it's just such a, a hypocritical thing, and and they, so they changed the, the title of the book from uh, "Spare" to "Wah," <laughs> like a baby cry. But the episode, um, they really do not, and and so the, the whole with South Park, they've always had this. Canadian thing that they actually that Canada's part of the royal family and they have this whole thing there. Um, but the sad part of it is um, that they want the attention and like this whole piece about it. Harry says, "Well, why don't we just do what we say we're going to do and just like try and find this peaceful little town?" And he's like, "Come on, honey!" And like she just stays there at this particular place and. It's quite sad. Like this, the I think the South Park creators do feel sorry for him in it, and it's a little bit of a nod to him that. Uh, well, it says Megan's basically empty inside. Yes, yes, they did. Yeah, yeah, they they do not pull any punches with with her. No. Yeah, but it's even if you're not a big South Park fan, it's worth watching because it is 
I think it's pretty good. It's really good. Yeah. <laughs> oh, they do make reference to certain parts of his book, um, especially the penile. Oh, yes. Um, yeah. You can skip that part. <laughs> well, There's the blue thing that pops up. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, so is that, that's the news of the week. Mm-hmm. And then we can quickly go over all royal event of the day. Oh, yeah. Well, is that the day in history? That, well, yes, the day in history. Is that the same thing? Yeah. Okay, well, shall we? Uh, you're out of wine. I'm out of wine. Shall we pause here and then do the royal event of history? Yeah, we can pause. And I'll, I'll come with a sponsor. Yeah, we'll be back. Okay. Okay, you ready? We're back? Yeah, we're back. Are we back with a sponsor? No, I can't think of one. Um, we'll, we'll stick with Esquire. Okay. <laughs> okay. And if you use code Dutch and Baron, you will get nothing off. Actually, you know what? That GQ one that I got? Yep. Yep. It was like $10 for the year. Every year? Or was no, it no, like a one-year like deal? That first year. Now I don't know how much I'm paying for it. Yeah. Well, it's probably but really But doesn't, don't they make it um, so hard to cancel stuff? Like, so we have a, a, a Peloton that we got kind of during COVID. Yeah, it was during COVID. And I, I didn't feel too bad about it. Um, because I we play fantasy football over here, and I think I won a fantasy football league and a few other kind of sports bets. I'm not big into betting, but did quite well that year. So I it, it, it bought it with that because I didn't really feel like it was my own money that I was spending. Um, but we haven't used the, the classes too much. I thought I oh, would probably should just get rid of it. It is so hard to find how you can cancel a subscription. I'm surprised you didn't have to write in, but that they hid that. Um. But yeah, Esquire, uh, sponsor of the week. Yeah. Okay, um, day in history. Yeah, so we are actually recording this on Saturday, February 18th. We usually record on Friday, um, but we were tired yesterday. So, um, so our date is February 18th. So in February 18th, 1516, do you want to guess what happened? 1516. Yes. February 18th. Eight. Did I say eighth? You did say eighth. Sorry, February eighteenth. Is it the nineteenth today? No, oh, it's the eighteenth. Oh, so what you mean? So we're filming it. We're not filming. We're recording today, February eighteenth. Jeez. Fifteen sixteen. Back in the day. Fifteen sixteen. Yes. Back back in the day. It's okay, I'm kind of putting you on the spot. It was. No, 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 no. Oh, no, okay. Let's play the game. It's so hard to write left-handed. Just trying to look at that. Um, well, that's not bad. Um, Fifteen, sixteen. Okay, I've got it. Okay. It was the king's pin code number for his bank account at HSBC. Oh, King Charles. Try ah, it out and king see. Charles. Um, so, was it King Charles? Is it about King Charles? A fifteen, sixteen. Well, there's more than one King Charles. No, it has nothing to do with any King Charles. Um. It was the birth of Queen Mary the First of England in Greenwich. Is that how you say it? Greenwich? Greenwich. 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 Uh, England. And if you are not familiar with Queen Mary the First, she was the only child of King Henry the Eighth and his first wife, Catherine of Aragon, yeah. to survive infancy. So that's when she was born. And then she, well, you know, after a turbulent lot of stuff, Things happened. Is she is she the one that became Bloody Mary? Queen? I think so. I think she actually did. 
Well, you remember when we watched the Tudors? Yeah, and I also watched Rain, and that was about... Oh, Jesus, Rain was one of your worst shows I've ever I learned a lot of history. Wasn't it Queen Mary of Scots or... Wait. It was when they had, like, Taylor Swift music playing. Yeah, it. I mean, it was a drama, like, it was a drama of it, but I learned a lot because it was her son that eventually becomes king. James? Yes. Because Queen Mary doesn't have any children, right? And then... What? Wait. So Wait. Queen Mary the first of England doesn't have any children. She marries the King Philip the second of Spain, but they have no children. So I do think it comes back to Queen Mary of Scots, right? So there's two Marys. Let me make sure that it's the the Queen of Scots is her name's also Mary. Yeah, Mary Stuart. Mary Queen of Scots. And remember, she got she. They put her in prison, and I think she got beheaded. Yeah. Um, but her, see, I learned this all from this rain show, and then, but then she had James the sixth, and James the sixth was ki- was king of Scotland, and then he was king of England and Ireland as James the first from the union of the Scottish and English crowns on march 24th 1603 until his death in 1625 so is he henry the grandson or is this a he's a Mary? great great grandson of henry the seventh king of england and lord of ireland and thus a potential successor to all three thrones so 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 the mary that was born that's her son no, she had no children. So who's this other Mary? Queen Mary of Scots. This is the one from Rain. It's okay. We'll get we'll get back to her. So okay. who, who who was her dad? Queen Mary of Scots. Yeah. Um. Let's. That Rain show see. was terrible. Some of hey, the I learned. Was... I I learned a lot from it, and I was like young when I watched it. Um, young. We watched it about two years ago. Her predecessor was James V. Her father was James V of Scotland, and her mother was Mary of Guise. How do you spell it? G-U-I-S-E. G-U-I-S-E. Guise? Guise. Guise. Well, she was, let's see, when was she born? She was born 1542. This woman was born 1516. Um. No, I just know eventually Queen Mary of Scots gets put in jail, and I believe she gets beheaded, but her son does eventually become king. But I don't think she probably has nothing to do with this Queen Mary. Okay, okay, right. But this Queen Mary didn't have any children, so then it fell to... Well, here, let's see. Let's see who it fell to after. We've been to Henry VIII, whoever his... Living child was right. Henry the Eighth. Well, she was the child of Henry the Eighth. Was it was there was a no of a. She was. Um, there's a lot of Elizabeth? drama to it. So her successor was Elizabeth the First. Right. Yes. And no, so. Um, that makes sense. Yeah. yeah, it actually took her a while to get like her. It wasn't her father didn't die, and then she became queen. Her father died, and then I think he had a son, 
that was king, but then he died. Like and really, then, like in really young, right? Yeah, and then he died when he was king, and then it, it went, went to, to someone Elizabeth. else. No, it actually went to someone else, and she, or Elizabeth's after Mary. Right. But Mary had to, I think, behead someone to get <laughs> the crown. So. We should do something on Elizabeth. I know. So her half-sister and successor is Elizabeth I. Right. Yep. Yep. Okay. And uh, whenever you think of Elizabeth, I just think of Kate Blanchett. Kate. Oh. Because she, cause she, <laughs> yeah, played, she played her. But you know what I mean? That's that. Oh, I just think, oh, yeah, Kate Blanchett. Yeah. Okay. And then the successor of Elizabeth I was James I, who was Queen of Scots' son. Because. Elizabeth had no children. Yes. And that was the next one. So, see, I said it all tied in. Another case solved. Because I watched that show, Rain. And Tudors. Look at all of this learning from these wonderful shows. But, yes, okay, so that is how it all ties in. So, Elizabeth I's mother was Anne Boleyn. Really? Yes. And and we know her story. I've never made that connection. Yep, that is her mother. She's quite the harlot. (laughs) Yes. Well, she got beheaded, right? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. So look at that little history lesson today. So I know that that was kind of with Elizabeth. That was kind of the start of exploration or that the real British Empire kind of kicked into gear. Mm -hmm. Let's do something on Elizabeth maybe next week. Yeah, yeah, no, we definitely can. What we can do, I'd, I'd love to know about, so actually there's, there's a lot of influence in the US with uh, British names, like city names and stuff like that, and, and, and I'd be interested to know how much Elizabeth's rule yeah. had impacted. Yeah, well I know, I mean me and you both like history, so I think when we do get kind of more into the weeds and, and back in history about some of these kings and queens. I I personally think it's very interesting. Um, oh, God, yeah. 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 No, that's definitely something we can do. Um, yeah. But Watch yeah. rain. Um, hey, it was a good show. I liked it. And it was like, you know, she married the French guy and all that stuff, and there's probably more drama in it than, I don't know, or maybe there wasn't. The royals do have quite a bit of drama, but... Um, hey, I knew about Queen Mary of Scots and James became king and you did not because you didn't watch it. So look at that. Okay, so we can move on to the topic of the week. Yeah, um, so it, it stems from the, uh, the the protesters when Charles was in Milton Keynes. And you asked questions like, what, what's the, the difference between a, a royalist and, and a monarchist? I was like, I don't know. But I, I know somebody that will. Who's, who's that? Google. Oh, I thought you were going to say one of your parents or something. No, no, Get no, wise no, no. wisdom from them. No, no, no. Yeah, well, just a little bit of background of this, right? So I'm American, and, you know, I always hear the term, like, royalist, monarchist, and anti-royalist, and... Probably I was introduced to that term in the crown because they do talk about it, right? And I was like, I mean, the words I think kind of describe themselves. Um, a royalist, you believe in having a king 
or queen. That's what I would presume. And then an anti-royalist, you do not want that. Um, so I think the words are pretty defined, at least from what I'm guessing. What are you about to find out? Um, but yeah, so that's where I first heard about it. And I asked the, the, the Baron, like, what is, is this a big part of British culture? Um, you know, do you notice this? Is this just kind of in passing? Like, I'd, I'd just love to know more. I mean, if you'd probably describe America, we were probably anti-royalists. What do you mean? Like, um, like in the 19th century? Or? Yeah, I mean, obviously America did not want to be ruled by a monarchy. Mm. And we know the events that unfolded. Um, so America is probably the ultimate anti-royalist, if I had to guess. Well, I don't know. You have a prince and princess now. Who? Harry Meghan. Oh, gross. No. No, and I've heard there's reports that Andrew's checking out their life here to see if he wants to live here. No, we do not need Andrew. We don't need any of them. They should all be returned. Probably, and uh, Megan should go to Canada, and then no one will be here. That would be great. That would be the dream. We'll see. Probably won't happen because, as we know, Harry and Megan. I don't know if we talked about this last week, but I was telling the Baron how Harry and Megan were at uh, Ellen DeGeneres's re- vow renewal with Chris Jenner um, being the officiant, and I was like, if there is a worse group in America that you can affiliate yourself with. It is Ellen DeGeneres, the bully, and Kris Jenner, who, I mean, I hope you're not a Kardashian fan because they are just awful, and she's awful. Only only Um, past the Kardashians. But for Harry and Meghan to, like, want to hang out with those type of people says a lot about them. And I don't know if we talked about this last week, but I just, I'm like, if you're thinking about your brand, especially after the South Park episode, all about the brand, like, Ellen and Kris are not the brand you want. Just saying. That kind of got off on a tangent, though. Yeah, I'm surprised they didn't slip that into the episode. I I can't see Harry having good, deep conversations with Kris Jenner. I don't see that as being his people. I mean, I feel like maybe they're just friends with Ellen because Ellen's really mean, so she's probably just really mean about the royal family, and Megan's probably like, yeah, I'm gonna be mean with you back. And they just probably probably talk crap the whole time. I don't know what Chris gives to the conversation. Nothing. She'll probably be like, do you want to join Skims or something? I don't know. That's Kim Kardashian's new thing with the aliens. Oh, it's like a clothing line or something? Uh, yeah, yeah. I don't know. It's like, I think the, I think I saw an ad. It's like the alien bathing suits or something. I showed it to you. Yeah, no, I, I, yeah, it, was, it was bizarre. Anyways, um, that was a big tangent, but I just had to throw that in there. So, I, I'm, I'm not an anti-royalist, but I'm not a royalist. Um, I'm, I appreciate the, the history and the tourism income that come in. So I see that, and even more so now. I, You know what, maybe I'm probably leaning more towards the royal listeners who started to this because I, I didn't realize how much work they did. Yeah. Uh, and, you know, when you do the what the out and about with the royals, I didn't realize they did that much work. And uh, I think my, my usual stance is I feel sorry for them, which which is weird, right? Yeah. Um so, um, why, why the definition? Um, is this, 
you know, usually when you have like two parties, you're voting on something, right? Are are there things that you vote for in England that can be like royalists or anti-royalists well, that, or this is it. So, um, well, you, you first asked me what's the difference between a royalist and a monarchist. Uh, a, a royalist is um, somebody that uh, is supportive of a, a certain royal family or a certain royal member. Mm-hmm. So I'd say you're probably a royalist, like Will and Kate. Okay, so it's not like them as but a whole. But you might not be a royalist to Charles. Okay. Right, so yeah. you, you could be that, or you could be just a royalist that you like the, you support the British royal family, and that would have you as a royalist. Anti-royalist is um, that you don't believe, and an anti-monarchist is that you don't believe that there should be um, a monarchy in the country or in existence, and that it should be a republic. Okay. Now, like a um, democracy. Yeah, yeah. Gotcha. Um, but the a monarchist is different to a royalist because they believe it as a whole. Yes, that there should be a monarchy, and I think that's probably a very slim number of individuals because it's all hereditary. So, for the anti-royalist. Do you not believe in the monarchy at all? Or are you just like anti Like, let's say there's probably oh, a lot of... They don't believe in the monarchy. Okay. It's not like, oh, I'm an anti-royalist against Prince Andrew. <laughs> no, that's... Because I'm an anti-royalist against... No, that's against just an, anti-pedophilia. Uh, well, I'm I anti-royalist <laughs> against Terry or something like that. Well, what it... No, you're, like, like I said, you're a royalist for people like Will and Kate. Okay. Yeah. And I, I, I don't think it has that specific, well, I'm royalist for them, I'm not royalist for them. It's just like, no, that that's a nonce, and that's uh, um, somebody I don't like. Yeah, okay. So, but so this is this is so, and I could be wildly off kilter with this, so I probably do need to speak to some of my Irish friends. I work with somebody um, that I catch up with monthly, um, really... That's starting to, to be a really good friend. And um, we, we're virtual, right, but we work for, work for the same company and he's uh, based in Dublin and we're both Manchester United fans, so we'll we'll talk about Man United in a little bit, but the, the, the main share is uh, work. But he's probably somebody, like I said, with my other mate Kieran, who I play football with, would, would want to talk about this because they're um, not Northern Irish, they're um, Republic of Ireland Irish. So... You know, when people were there to say, you're not my king, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. it's a little bit of a, I, I see it as oxymoronic. How so? Because if the republicanism or republicans and the anti-monarchy, just by saying you're not my king, it's like, so you you want a different king. Yeah, so what would you call them, if it's just... No, it, it's just not like. But okay, so with this particular event, and I think previous events, I read something. Maybe it was on Instagram. Anyways, people were saying that people would never do this against Queen Elizabeth. Like they had, even if they didn't believe in the monarchy, they had. She she had gained, I, I believe, probably most of the people's respect. Sure. Right. So they wouldn't have, even if they didn't believe in the monarchy, they wouldn't have done it. 
send this to Queen Elizabeth. And I don't know, like, I know since the king has become king, um, I've heard a lot more protests than I did when the queen was yeah. queen. Yeah. Um, and maybe that's just... It's a different time I'm as not well. getting... You know, it's a different time. Like, you're talking, what, um, 70 years? Yeah. Is that, is that about right? Something. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I mean, her platinum jubilee, yeah. Marking so 70 years. years. So the majority of people won't have remembered... They won't have been there for the, the, the last coronation. Yeah, but I don't think people are just protesting because of the coronation. No, no, no. So I'm saying it's like, it's a different time. Yeah. It was a different time. Uh, and also, we were coming out of World War Two, mm-hmm. So there was a lot of national pride and peace. I think for, for Charles, I think if, if Car- uh, Carrie, if Harry was the next in line... And knowing that he'd fought in Afghanistan, uh, take out whatever he said in the book, um, and and didn't meet Meghan Markle. Let's say um, side sidebar question: If you could pick anybody for Harry to have married, who would it have been? And I'm, I'm guessing it would have to be like an actress. Let's say he, he's a married actress either way, or or a sportswoman. Millie McIntosh. Okay. <laughs> Well, no, okay, um, no, I, uh, the Baron well, introduced no, 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 me to Maiden yeah, Chelsea, um, that probably been and she's probably my favorite, I mean, I know she hasn't been on it in a while, we haven't seen the latest seasons, because we can't get it here anymore, um, but, uh, I, I follow no, her. No, no, we can have a VPN. Oh. We should probably figure that yeah, out. Yeah, yeah, let's watch it, but anyways, um, no, I really liked her from that show, and I follow her on Instagram, and we have two children, Same very age. close in age, so. I just feel like I get her on a level because we have children and we go through a lot of the same things, at sure, least in my mind. Sure, Hugo wouldn't be happy he's saying this. Oh. <laughs> um, no, okay. Uh, let me think of, well, I'm thinking, you know, I, I think probably someone British. That would probably be my first thing. I mean, you know, I, I think it's good. I think it could be an American too, but someone that kind of, especially if you're going to become king, I think someone. And this person would potentially be the queen. Like, wouldn't you want someone who's going to be your queen to have grown up where you live and kind of know the background of the country, know what it's living like, like things like that. Like, just be a bit more in touch. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I think probably someone British. Um, but I don't know. I mean, you give me an answer. That's good enough. That's a good answer. I mean, who does anyone come? What's on the top of your mind? Olivia Munn. She's not British. No, I was kidding. I just wanted to see your reaction because I know you hate her. Uh, she's not my favourite. Um, you know, Emily Ratchkowski actually was born in London. You want Emily Ratchkowski to no, be I, your, I, 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 your queen? No, I no. think people. I think people have seen <laughs> a lot of her, and I do not think they would respect her to be queen. Um. um uh, well, I, I was going to make a sound smash joke. I'm not going to make that. Um, I don't know. I don't. Uh, Rita Ora. She's seen. Oh, Emma Watson. No, Rita. No, in the U.S. Okay, people really respect her in the U.S. Okay, I know Emma Watson wouldn't be a bad. Kate Beckinsale. She's a little bit. I think she's older than he is. Um, Babe. Okay, let's see. Let's see. I mean, Emma. I I think Emma Watson would be great. Yeah. yeah. 
Um, I think she's a good one. I'm trying to see. I thought else. you'd like my Rita Ora. So you like Rita Ora? I do like Rita Ora, but as like a potential queen. Oh dear. I mean, I don't. Or Rita. Oh no! I mean, I don't mean like that. But um, no, I mean, I'm going to say Emma Emma Watson. She was Belle, which I know is not British, but <laughs> yeah, underwhelming Belle. My favorite Disney princess growing up. I'm sorry. I feel like no one could feel. That. No, 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 no. no. I, I, there, there was somebody. Who? You. Oh, Ami- <laughs> oh my gosh, Amelia Clark. There you go. No, no. My my bell would have been. Um, she. Uh, crap. What's her name? Have a look at. Um, uh, I think it's like. Oh, Victoria. Uh, so, the, the the girl from uh, the. The Danish, the Danish girl, the not not. Uh, Wasn't that a man? Yeah, but his wife in it before he comes a man. Oh, I, 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 I bet she never seen that movie. So, so I don't the know. girl from Artificial Intelligence. Is that a movie? Yeah, yeah, a, yeah. Ex Machina. Wait, Ex Machina. I've, I've, I've not seen these movies. But you're gonna you're gonna have to find this because. Okay, what what what's put, it? Put the type in the Danish girl. And look at cast. Because I think she is like Scandinavian. Alicia Vikander. Vikander, yeah. Ew, not Amber Heard. I hope it's not Amber Heard. Oh no, Alicia Vikander. <laughs> okay. Like Amber Heard's in that. Did you know that? I didn't know that. I thought she'd be a good Belle. Yeah, yeah. She seems sweet. She could. And a great queen. For Harry. Oh. <laughs> we do an episode. A queen for Harry. <laughs> In he, this in this ridiculous world we've created, where he's it. next in line, <laughs> he'd run with it. He'd be like, "Someone said this." Well, they used to have a TV show. It was like, um, uh, who who would the queen be the next week? And uh, at the time, I think it was like two thousand and four, two thousand five, because like Harry uh, uh, um, William still had her and, and stuff, and they they touted people like Kira Knightley. Yeah, I mean, I like Kira Knightley. She's. I don't know, but I don't know if she has much like. And I'm not. I'm, I'm not trying to judge her. Maybe I just haven't seen enough of her. But I just don't know what her personality is like. Like I don't. It, do you know what I mean? Like she likes. Does she have a good person? <laughs> <laughs> but that's the only question I'd have. But I. I just haven't watched her. Johnny Depp. She likes sailing. But Amber Heard doesn't like her. No, because I'm queen of the pirates. <laughs> that wasn't a good moment for her. No. Um. Okay. So it's uh, so where are we going with it? <laughs> a new queen. Yeah, I think Emma Watson. I like Emma Watson. I I would say. And uh, her, they're the same age, right? I think so. Well, she she dated Francis Bull. Oh, she from did. Made in Chelsea. Um, so no, Emma Watson's younger than Harry because Emma Watson's about my age. Well, I mean, he's dating an older woman. I'm sure he. Could date a well, Kate Beckinsale is probably similar age to to Megan. Yeah. Oh, then I say I like Kate Beckinsale. Oh, yeah. Gorgeous. <laughs> um. Okay, where are we going with this? Simply lovely. Um, I don't know what was the question. Republicanism and stuff. You were saying so. We were talking about the protests, and we were saying you were saying okay if. Harry was next in line because of all the stuff. Right, 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 right. Because, because, yeah, because, because uh, he, uh, wow, that was the 
biggest tangent maybe we've ever had. Because he fought in Afghanistan and he was a very popular, he was the most popular royal at the time. Um, and I think people probably thought with Meghan, they, they didn't realize how much of a, a, a douche sandwich she was until um, later that his popularity was probably just going to increase. But let's just say it was him because he's given. Sorry, not to interrupt. I know you're on a. But you just said something that I was thinking, um, you know, the institution and stuff, I guess, I don't, he didn't express as much right with the institution and stuff, and he was very popular. Now he's opened his mouth, and people have seen kind of getting more of a idea of who he is, and now people strongly do dislike that, I don't know him. If that's, I don't know if it is who he is. Is it May? Is it Megan then? No, I think things change. Like um, you know, we say like when people say who you are, and you have to change with time. If I look back at my days when I was in Montreal, compared to how I am in Arizona, as just political beliefs and stuff like that, coming as a kind of a, a, a twenty-year-old to now as a twenty. Yeah, one you matured. Kid. Do you think he matured? No, no, no. I don't think it's. I think it's your environment. I think it's a lot to do with your environment. Megan is his environment. Exactly. Yeah. So I don't think that's necessarily accurate. And Poor guy. So I think it's your environment that... that He's 38. He'd only be a couple years older than Emma Watson. That's all I'm saying. Um, okay, sorry. Continue. that. I, I was just thinking that. I was like, you know what? The institution probably at the end of the day was probably a good thing for him because, you know, it kind of, I think, kept him in line. Or now, I guess it's true. Well, I guess you wouldn't say true yeah. self, but whatever's coming out. I don't, I don't out. think it is necessarily true self. Like I said, he has children now, so I think he's going to do everything he can to protect his children, and um, that's what I think he's doing. I so mean, I that's think publicly writing a book, but yeah, okay, sure. And putting them on a Netflix All right, show. So let, let's get back on track. So I think he, um, to your point, that it never happened to Elizabeth. What has Charles done except for? If you look back at his, because he's what in his seventies now, seventy uh, three. Yes, something like because she said like you got five years or seven years and then you have to give it to William. Um, That's the rumors that we heard yeah. here in America. So if yeah. anyone in the UK have you uh, heard that rumor? Uh, at a bar in an Italian restaurant. <laughs> yes. Hey, they the people. He's seventy four. Um, the people that told us were very sure about this. So yeah. they said that the Queen. Told Charles he had what till he was like seventy eight or something. Eighty, I think. Or oh, eighty. Yeah. I thought it was early. Wait, how old's Biden? Old. Wait, let me see because this might be uh... <laughs> old. I mean, at least the king can put his jacket on and ride a bike and not fall over. So you guys got that. <laughs> um, He's eighty, so he should like the eighty year old should be in place. Yeah. Um, yes, so we heard there was this couple that told us that the Queen said basically when you turn 80, you need to hand over the throne. Keys to the palace. To to Prince William. Um, obviously, a, a Which, rumor I think right she now. said like, um, you, know, you stop, you, you just, uh, your faculties aren't there. Yeah, yeah. Like by 80, Joe. And <laughs> it's, it's like... I, I'd be happy 
to live till 86 if I had all my faculties. As soon as I start pissing myself and my mind goes, I don't want to be here. I don't want to be remembered as falling off my bike or having a pen that doesn't work and getting all pissy about it. You know what? So anyway, so look, we'll get there with this. I don't think Charles's legacy or what he led to him was king was a very publicized divorce with scandal. With not a lot not scandal. just divorce, yeah. And, and with scandal with one of the, the favorite people I think of all time, you could say. And he wasn't because, like, he wasn't the the, the masculinity that Prince Philip had or wanted for yeah. him that. You couldn't see, like, he, you know, he went into the Navy, but he didn't do like Philip had or like William. Well, he was very, or, people just got very, very whiny, right? Like, yeah, he, so he was very entitled. So I think he, he had a lot going against him. And I don't know when that, I, when, when did, if, when and if, did that ever stop that perspective of him? In the US, I don't think it has ever stopped. I think most people, and you know, I'm not going to speak for everyone, but I, I think it's still there in the U.S. Yeah, I don't. I don't think it's gone. Is that what you're asking? Yeah, in England, is it still there? Yeah, I think he's done some good stuff since he's been made king. Yeah, I, I, I said in terms of to try and change that, but you're talking about but you can't sixty go years yeah. of of it, and I mean that also and brings also you're following. Yeah, <laughs> the most incredible person that's met with so like, like i always say her life is, is if not the most in, in uh, human civilization is yeah it's got to be up in the top five and genghis khan up with her and um i know you know there's been a lot of talk i know some people are saying oh why don't we just call and this kind of going to the to queen consort um you know she's known as queen consort that's been in the history, I know, or I believe, in the UK, you know, if you're the wife and if you weren't in the line, right, the bloodline, um, you were known as queen consort, right? You're not known as queen, just like if you're a king, like Prince Philip was never a king. Like, there's not a king consort. But anyways, there's this big right, thing now right, of right. people, like, calling her queen consort and other people are getting mad or some people are calling her queen and people, are, like, are fighting because of this queen consort versus queen thing and it's just crazy and you know a lot of it i think stems from her past with charles but you know a good question was made when it was like well they did this many many years ago when do you like is she, should they be um punished or lack of better, better term um for this for the rest of their lives because you know Obviously, it wasn't good what they did, but, like, is this just how they should live for the rest of their life because of that mistake? Yeah. Which, is, which I mean, is a good point, right? Like... No, they shouldn't. Yeah. They shouldn't. They shouldn't. Yeah. I, 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 you look at Margaret. You look at Margaret. It's just the same thing. Yeah. It's just the same thing. Like, they, the, the ones that they loved. And that's well, it was her husband, right? Was it, that had the infidelities. Is that what you're talking about? No, I'm, I'm just talking about, you know, there's um, repeatedly that there's, you know, people that they don't want to be with and the institutions that you yeah. can't be with. It's like, uh, that that's part of the status. So look, um, that's why I think, because it has 
there's so much, you know, trying to erase sixty years of 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 uh, brand mm-hmm. with what what did we say six years left to yeah to make a legacy. Well, we'll see. I mean, we'll see if that's true because you know, if King Charles he he wants to be in the spotlight, I don't think he's going to let that go easily. Yeah, but like I said, with age, things things come. But what I will say is, is I think he's made a pretty good start. Yeah, I agree. I agree. So, um, so look, th- this is the piece of it that I don't fully understand, and that's why I said I need to speak to some of my Irish mates to to get their perspective on it. So, if you're if you're an anti monarchist, is you you're based in the republic, and this is the piece, the royals have no political power. They have influence. I don't That's what even, they say. I think Queen Elizabeth had influence. You don't think Charles does? No. Do you think William will? Yes. I do, yeah. Huh. Um, and I think it's influence just as much as, and, and while you have social influences, mm-hmm. it's the same concept. Yeah. They just... Very, very well known that the original influences. Yeah, yeah. So, um, but with the so look the the part of it is like, why are you arguing about this when he has no political sway? He had no political sway when he tried to have political sway whilst the queen was in power. I said, it's 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 time to to put somebody that's a little bit more. Are you talking about the crown? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wait a second. I think <laughs> you think Balmoral that really happened? Major. Yeah, hundred percent. I think that stuff. Oh, I think there's aspects of it where it's like, it, it, no, come on, it, it, it's time to put some of that's a little bit more in touch with the uh, the, the people. Um, so I think I think I think there's truth behind it. So, I, but but when you're looking at it, it's like they don't have. He doesn't have any sway. I really. So when I was doing law at school, that I, they have um, ceremonial part in. Judiciary yeah. and making laws—it's all ceremonial. Well, and then the Privy Council. Yeah, I mean, do you think some people? I know, like they've done the math or whatever. You know, do you think it's a monetary issue people have? Like, and I know, you know, the coronation and stuff like like those are bigger events. But I know, like, what you get, I what is it like a dollar fifty or something in your taxes? I thought it was like something like yeah, something really yeah. Um, but then you have things like the coronation or the weddings and stuff. Is that what people are upset about? Well, we'll think because about it. Like, let's do basic. Well, I guess it's not basic math. <laughs> That's not one of the babies crying, is it? No. no. Okay. Yeah. That phantom cry is the worst. <laughs> um, okay. So it was seven million for the security at the funeral. What do you wait th- for all the royals? Yeah. Okay. So let's just say that security in um, metropolitan Is that c- all coming out of like tax? Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. Well, uh, I don't know because I know I know there's like I learned about the Duchy of Cornwall and and but they also have like their own finances. Yeah. Well, I mean, look, okay. Just and properties, you know. Let's um, let's just have a look and see how much the coronation is. Because what they paid for, or Prince, was it Prince Albert that bought Balmoral yeah. Castle for? But like, you know that was out of their, I guess, own pocket, that's right. as they said. Yeah. So I'm just going to look at the uh, seat. And I know this coronation, they are trying to. I think uh, Queen Elizabeth's was 
more lavish and stuff. So they are trying to kind of bring this one down just because of everything going on, the cost of living crisis and... So guess, well, this is from uh, Yahoo. Um, this coronation or the Queen's coronation? The King's. How much do you think? 13 million. A little north of that. 18 million. 15 million. $120 million. Oh my gosh. Oh my um, gosh. How much was the Queen's? Can can you look at how much the Queen's was? Because if this is like a toned down version. Okay, so $120 million. How many people? So the Baron is very good at math. So I'm gonna put him on the spot. Well, don't, don't put me. Don't put me on that. Um, this is <laughs> so the equivalent of the Queen's uh, was 1.6 million uh, back in 19. Wait. So hers was 1.6 million. His 120 million. Yeah, but I mean, this you, you talk. What, what was Queen's Elizabeth? Uh, I said. Oh, so it was 1.6 million at the time. So what is that the equivalent to Wait, today? Wait, so the Queen got coronated in 1937? So that can't be right. No, I thought it was like 1952. That's what I thought, yeah. Well, then... Are, are During sure her parents' coronation in 1937. Okay, so what about her coronation? So that one... I, you know what it hasn't actually said. Um, oh, the Queen's... No, I think some of this is, is written wrong. But it was today around about forty six million, so about probably about sixty million dollars. So his is more. Yeah, but I don't. I I just don't think like in. I mean, I know there's a cost of you know inflation, right? Well, that, that that's taken into cost of inflation, but there's there's a lot of other. So forty three thousand pounds, or well, almost forty four thousand pounds in twenty nineteen though. Between twenty nineteen and now, there's been a lot of. That's um, inflation. So this other website said it's equivalent to fifty-six million pounds. Okay, so so let's just call seventy million dollars. So you're looking at about fifty million, but I, I still don't. I don't think things have changed. Technology has changed. So I, I don't think you can ever do an apples for apples. But so if you're saying it's one hundred twenty million, yes. Um, if that's coming from the taxpayer and he already pays out a hundred million for a living. Costs and stuff like that, and say that's and the British population, uh, taxpaying population, is probably about thirty million. Mm-hmm. So you're looking at what three pounds fifty. So to have his living expense for and the coronation, every British person who's a taxpayer is is probably paying ten bucks for it. Mm-hmm. So in the grand scheme of things, happy about. I mean, hey, ten bucks to some people is over a year. Well, but but here's here's my piece of it where it doesn't really matter. Is think if the coronation there's going to be parties across the UK, bless you. <laughs> so it's not just going to be in London. So you think about there's going to be hundreds of thousands of people that go to London for it. So the cost to travel on rail, the um, the money that they'll spend on hotels, all this, and then there'll be all the parties in the the neighbourhoods on the streets. So that in itself, so they'll be buying food, drink. So you've got to think about the the positive impact mm-hmm. on the economy. Yes. Right, and that's where I think if there's any negative cost it's negligible 
Yeah, I mean, there's a lot. I, I mean, and then there's also the non-tangible stuff. It's like, will it bring a little bit of, you know, not many people, like, some people never live for a coronation. Yeah, yeah. Um, so do you think these anti-monarchists will protest because of the price point? People are always going to complain about crap, right? You're always going to have some stuff to complain about. I think there's a lot worse things going on. And as uh, Tyrion Lannister says, <laughs> you know, sometimes they need people need to celebrate something. So take the mind of stuff. Um, I, d- I don't think I think it's going to be neg- negligible. So, no, I was just going to say there is a quote here that I have from a chief executive anti-monarch group Republic about this specific coordination. Would you like to hear it? Pray tell. So working people are struggling to pay rent and mortgages and feed their children. It is utterly crass for Charles to demand a coordination that will be every bit as extravagant as the last one, says Graham Smith, chief executive of anti-monarchy group Republic. Her Yahoo. Yeah, I and agree. Then, but that, uh, is he? Well, and then here's another article. The coronation isn't necessary. He is already king. This is all about promoting the monarchy and satisfying no, his no. ego. No. No, you you cannot. It just, okay, so the, the closest thing that I remember to yeah. this was the LA Olympic Games. And mm-hmm. what they did, they did it privately and they did it on uh, like a really low cost. But imagine it's like, oh, we just won't do Olympic Games because. Well, so so this is, I guess, the other side. So the British government has argued that the worldwide TV rights to the televised ceremony will help cover costs and that the tourists traveling to the UK for the coronation will rejuvenate the economy, reports the sun. Well, I mean, rejuvenate a stretch, but um, it'll definitely support help. it. Help. Yeah, it's bit. like I said, it will be negligible, mm-hmm. and it is a part of history. You know, we go through recessions and things like this. There's always going to be recessions, always downturns and, and and things, and it comes up. It just it's, it's just a shame for for him personally that. Well, no, not for him personally, for the the, the country that it is during a downturn, but. Um, Oh, that's bullshit. Anyway, <laughs> so I mean, look, the, the, the piece I thought about this anti-royalist and, and, and things like this is they don't have any political power. And Charles certainly doesn't have any influence. So there is nothing. They say that we know we want a Republican. We don't we want a monarchy. We're not, we don't have a, a governing monarchy. Yeah. I mean, I think coming from an American perspective, I think the British royal family something obviously we don't have um and i think a lot of people have intrigue to the united kingdom because of the royal family like i would wonder if that same intrigue or interest i mean obviously people will always want to go to the united kingdom for history etc cetera, etc cetera, but i think a lot of people do go to see you know buckingham palace and all of the the, the royal location and and things you can see um so yeah so if you didn't have it tour tourism probably the the, huge the money yeah from that would come down huge, yeah. and, that's why i say i'm not royalist but i feel i'm an economist so yeah i i see the value and look it's got the the, the stuff that they're going to connect to the royal family in terms of the um egregious and horrendous stuff that happened through the British Empire conquest 
Yeah, but that's that's just human history. Human history has been a shit show from day one when it comes to barbarianism and stuff like this. Yeah. But these aren't those people. Yeah. That's yeah. not that, that, that there hasn't been that for over a hundred years where they've had any say of this stuff and even then it's I mean, just look at the US government, it's not Biden that's making any decisions. Yeah. It's other people. Mm-hmm. So look, I I think there's um you'll be realistic with it. So I, I think the the stuff about the republicanism piece, the, the, the we talked a little bit about the IRA last time. That part's different because they are anti monarchists in the sense of they don't want any British ruling element on mm-hmm. the island of Ireland. Mm-hmm. Right? So you've got the the Union, the British Union in Northern Ireland. They just didn't want and look, yeah. I get it if you're an island and you've got the, the sliver of of it connected, it's bizarre. But like I said last time, if that's all those people have known and they're happy, yeah. Why would they want to be part of something that they don't know if they're gonna be happy with? And yeah. uh, there's you know, they're also the religious, the Protestant, the Catholic aspect of it. So it's difficult. But I, I think the um the whole thing about anti royalists in, in the sense of the the British royal family they don't have any power. So it's like, get over it. Yeah. If anything, they're bringing, they work hard. Like I said, you know, my, my view on them has changed since we started to do this because I didn't realize how much. They work hard. They bring money into the economy. Yeah. And as long as you have a monarchy that has no governing power, it continues the British history going back to William the Conqueror. Mm-hmm. And that's something that's pretty cool. Yeah, yeah, sure. And it's not easy on them. No. Like, I don't think either of you and I would wish to be... No. Imagine being told you can't be with them. Yeah. No, I don't think it's it, I, I don't think it's Imagine an being easy... With somebody, like being with an ex that you didn't want to be with long term. Yeah. Imagine that. No, I mean, I don't... Yeah, I don't think it's an easy life. I mean, obviously, they, they, they have some perks and, and things like that. Um... But I think they do have some sacrifices, like like anything. Um, so, well, no, I, I I wouldn't I would not I do not envy them. Do not envy them for doing it. Um. All right. Well, are we do we have anything else on the docket? No, I I think that's it. Um, I think everyone just thanks for listening. Um, if you like the episode, give us five stars and leave your comments and reviews. Again, we are on Instagram, Dutch and Baron, D-U-C-H and Baron. Uh, we're also on Twitter, and then Substack has our blogs and podcasts. And feel free to just DM us what you think of the content we're releasing and, and stuff in this podcast. I, I'd be interested for you to, to um, wait, wait uh, DM us, right? That's probably going to be the best yeah. Instagram. I was going to say email us because we do have an email. We do have an email. It's also Dutch and Baron. At gmail.com. But but I'd be interested in hearing from you all on this because I hope you all know before anybody gets in the house, we're not historians. We know there's probably so many inaccuracies that we talk about with this. But especially when it comes to the republicanism piece, let us know like if you've got uh, more knowledge on this or or where we're wrong because I'd love to hear about it and 
uh, what's it, educate myself. Um, but I would. You yeah. know, I, I, I want to see a different perspective on it. Yeah, no, definitely. Okay, so we're going to be back um, next week. And we might do something Elizabeth. I was just thinking the movie we can watch tonight could be Kate Blanchett in Elizabeth. Oh, I have not seen it. You have. We have watched it in the background. Yeah, well, that's in the background. But, yeah, okay. thanks everyone for listening. Taking us out is Lady Gaga.